The nights get cooler. Trees shed their leaves. It's autumn in the Ohio Valley. Seasons may change, but you can always count on your morning news and information, plus good conversation right here. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on the Watchdog Radio Network. time to celebrate yes we're going to celebrate here at the watchdog morning show this morning 70 years 70 years of serving the ohio valley wtrf tv and i watched every minute of it every minute <laughs> every of minute it. of it the, i'm 70 they're 70 so in studio with us dk wright and brenda danehart to uh, reminisce a little bit about tv7 the older days talk about what's going on these days uh, maybe have a few stories to tell uh, if any of you have stories to tell or questions you have you can text us 304-214-1600 304-214-1600 free stack auction service text line and um listen it's your birthday so we really should have given you like a cake or something is there one here anywhere but bless your no but, but bless your heart you brought me sausage, gravy, and biscuits. <laughs> there is somebody who understands what I like for breakfast. I think DK Wright maybe uh, knows my. She, my, she my, is it. My, she is it. My temptations here. I am. I listen every day. Mm-hmm. She does. I oh. wanted to make one thing clear, if we could, from the start. DK and I have not been there 70 years. <laughs> and we are not 70 years old. No, no, not not yet. But we have been there a long time. DK, what, 43 yeah. and a half? Yeah. And you? And more 42. DK was there before you? Mm-hmm. DK was there just about a year or maybe a little more. I can't remember. It yeah. was DK and then Jerry Eshman and then myself. DK was there probably a year. Jerry was there like six months before I came, and then then I came. So yeah, yeah. Long I remember time. when you came over, you? over from the t- over from the newspaper. Yes. Yeah. And uh, I was looking online doing a little research last night, and I came across some of the old pictures. You know, both of you were in those pictures. Wow. It was a long time ago. Let me just leave it. At that. <laughs> That's yeah. rude. That's really rude. No, it was yeah, just, Lola. Thanks. Was, You're welcome. <laughs> DK was this. He almost looked shy. You were this little. Yeah. I don't say mousing. That's not quite the right word. But I, like, oh, you know, I, 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 do I even really belong here? Yeah, you know, it's kind of that look. You know. <laughs> That's how I felt. But you were. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> and Brenda, is TV is TV something you always wanted to do? No, no, no. I I didn't know what I wanted to do, to be honest. I don't know if you guys did the same thing, but went to college and thought, why am I like two years in? I was like, why am I in theater? It was fun and I loved it. But I was like, what am I going to do with it? All of my friends at WVU were like, oh, we're going to New York and we're going to become famous. And I'm like, I'm not going to New York, to and do I don't want to do that. you got to so, work. work in coffee shops and stuff before you can yeah. become famous in that. So thing. I'm yeah. not quite sure where my mind was back then about what I was going to do. I just knew I liked to, to act, and, you know, I, I certainly i am not shy. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> shy about me. So that's kind of, you know, I went into radio at, at WWVA mm-hmm. at the time and was there just a short time, and my cousin Murray, who worked at WTRF, was the one responsible. He sat my my rear end down on the uh, set and said, just read some stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I read some things and Mark Davis was in the back at the time, didn't know that. He walked out, you're hired. I mean, okay. that <laughs> night, yeah, that, right? That, that night, yeah. That night, and like DK and I always talk about, we, we were like some of the first women in TV. There weren't very many women in TV at the time. If I remember TV7's history, there was always a woman I mean, that was kind of the way it was. It wasn't, wasn't, she wasn't an anchor. Didn't, we didn't have the male-female anchor teams early on. That's right. But there was always a woman, and I think she may have even been called, like, the woman's reporter. Yeah. Or yeah. Some, something of that no nature. No kidding, yeah. And um, the, I can't remember the names of some of the people. Uh, the new news used to be 15 minutes long. And then there was a 15-minute public affairs show that the woman's reporter uh, would. <laughs> Is that what you were called, DK, the anger. woman's reporter? <laughs> That's what they wanted me to be when I was in college and applied for a newspaper job. 
they said, well, we have the society page or the women's page or whatever, ah. and you could do that. And I said, well, I don't know anything about that. I'm not real good with weddings and things, <laughs> but I said, I really want to do news. And so that's how I became DK Wright. I said, they can't see me. How about if I use my initials? Because they, the fellow who ran the newspaper was not going to hire a woman for a news. Really? Yes. Wow. So I said, I'll be DK right. I won't be Deborah, and nobody will. Nobody will know. I'll be darned. And then you came to TV, and they said, "Son of a gun, it's a woman." (laughs) (laughs) We're going to put her out there on every story. (laughs) What? What? So you always had a desire to be a news. I mean, news was your calling. No. No. (laughs) (laughs) Were you in theater too? I mean, I was in early childhood education. Really? Ah. And I was taking all these English courses. I was an English minor and had a professor who said, boy, you're writing. He said, you're, you're kind of going to be wasted in education. <laughs> I said, well, I don't know. I do like to write. And so I started into journalism then in, in my junior year of college and graduated with a journalism degree and haven't stopped since. You were, I don't mean this to be overly flattering, but you were always a good reporter. I, I, when I was, I guess I was working at seven before you were. But anyways, I remember reading Deborah Wright stories in the newspaper and thinking, well, this, this girl is really good. I mean, you, were, you really were good. I remember, I remember thinking, this is, this is the, because there, was a, there were not, it was hard to find good reporters, people who actually could report the news who wanted to come to television. So, I mean, you, you always had a good, uh, I'm not trying, to, not trying to smooze you there, but you always had, I could tell early on you had a, re, a good, good reportorial background. Interesting. Thank yeah. you, Howard. That means a lot. Now, I w- that's funny you said that because I was going to boast about her a little bit as well. She um, can take any story and just, I, I don't even know how to put it into words, but the way she phrases things and puts it into, it's just really good. Like I watched her uh, piece yesterday. Um, it just it, She just cracked me up, but it, her piece is running today in the five, I think, DK? I think it is the five. Yeah. I'm not sure. And tell him tell him a little bit about it, and then I'll I'll tell him why you cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- we have Bob Nay talking about his dad. His mm-hmm. dad was one of the first. One of the first, yes, yeah, absolutely. And um, then we have Howard Monroe talking about how he grew up watching. Channel. You were on Romper Room. I was on Romper Room. I was on Romper Room. I was on that. Woman's reporter show at, <laughs> at, at, at the uh, half the other second half of the noon news. The woman's reporter show. I was on that when I was in third grade. Yeah, wow. yeah. and we have Frank O'Brien talking about his years there and Nin- how he wouldn't have traded. Did he say nineteen? Did he? Yeah, I think so. Nineteen years Frank was there. So all of that, and then at the end, I talk about you know the friendships forged and the bonds that will really never be broken, and that. <laughs> You know, for my SIG clothes, for In Wheeling, for 7 News, I'm still DK Wright. <laughs> and I just watched that, and I, I just that. died laughing because she has a picture of her young and, and like you said, mild and meek. So, so I've never known DK to be mild and meek. but um, And then, you know, I, I picture now, because I was telling her yesterday, I'll tell all of our secrets, but I said, you know, I watched the piece. I don't know if you got to see the piece that Annalise did yesterday for the 70th anniversary, and she had me on and Mark and, and had you, you know, talking about Mark and the – and Steve, and um, I said, gosh, DK, I looked at all of those pictures, and I was so young once. And then I saw myself on TV in high def, and I'm like, gosh, I'm old. <laughs> we were just, just reminiscing, I guess. But some of those pictures just, I don't know, they make me smile. They make me laugh. It's fun to go back and reminisce again. I remember, I mean, TV7, DK, if you would get a little bit closer to your mic, that would be helpful. Oh, okay. Or bring the mic closer to you. You can move okay. that. So you'll be comfortable, but get it, I think you're okay. Cool. I've just got a little note here that somebody sent me. Oh, okay. So, um, I, I mean, I remember, I, I, TV7 was such a part of the Ohio Valley growing up. I mean, first of all, in retrospect, what's amazing to me, Brenda and DK, we were watching them create TV. television news. Mm-hmm. There was no such thing as television news. I mean, they just, 
I don't know exactly what happened, but I'm, somebody probably said, well, let's get a desk. <laughs> Put know, people behind it. Put some people behind it, and, <laughs> and they can uh, read. And re- I mean, but we were, we were watching it being created because there there was no such thing at the time. Now it's all formulatic. I don't mean you guys necessarily, but I mean you're right. It, wherever you go across the country now, there is a there's a formula. There's the, but this was they were building it. They were creating it. But the Bob Nays and the Frank Curtis and the Mickey Creas. Yes. Mickey, I'd be remiss not to to talk about Mickey. He just passed, you know, two weeks ago, and. I, those people just were amazing, and they learned as they as they went, as Mickey always said. That's exactly and, right. But um, just amazing people. I know I'm forgetting oh, other people. So the Bill Columns, the Bill Shears, you Bill know. Bill and Bill were our engineers, and uh, the joke was, well, it must be the first of the month because the bills are in. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. they had yeah. a book. Um, because we had to send our live signal from one spot to another spot on the hillside, then to the tower, and they had a notebook. And even on their off hours, they would drive around and find good places where, you know, behind the yes. McDonald's in Mountville, and they would have copious notes about where they we could get a signal out for a it, live show. It is a lot easier now, but in those days, in the early days, um, it, it was complicated. I mean, it was a it was new technology. The live truck concept was new technology, and yeah, it wasn't like just well, listen, drive on down to the penitentiary and start reporting. No, no, exactly. you know, drive. You know, you got to figure out how do I get it from the penitentiary up to or maybe up to uh, uh, Round Bottom Hill, and from Round Bottom Hill over to Kirkwood Heights, and uh, you know, it's it it was a little bit easier now, but man, it was it was complicated back in those days. Technologically, and you guys did a piece on this a couple a week or so ago. The technology—it's true, I guess, of everything—but the technology has advanced so much in the seventy years since TV Seven went on the air. You know, I remember um, Wheeling Park being one of the hardest places to get out of. We had to take two live trucks there and bounce, like you said, bounce the signal. And now we take a live view, and you know, all we need is good, good reception. That you know, that can be complicated at times, especially in the hills of West Virginia. You know, you can have a oil explode, uh, gas belt, uh, pad explosion, and you, you can't get it out because th- there's no cell service. But it's so, so much easier now. And we used to have a big map. Do you remember in the newsroom that had the pinpoints of where we could actually go live and where yeah. we couldn't? Um, and so, you know, it just has changed just, you know, and Facebook and, you know, I, I just it's just amazing. You know, who would have ever thought even 20 years ago that I would start my day by going onto Facebook and looking, and that may seem strange, but it's not no. because some of, as long as you know how to weed through it, some of it really can provide you with some great community stories. But again, you have to weed through it. You know, everybody who calls us, you know, ninety-nine times a week <laughs> and says you didn't report on such and such is because such and such is not confirmed and is probably not true. And and people don't understand that. They just feel like if it's on Facebook, it's true. I didn't want to go down this road, but I do want to go down. I wanted to really reminisce about the TV. Let's talk about news for a second, and let's focus on what you're saying there. There is a uh, Facebook group right now that is basically just retypes anything that's on the scanner. There is a drug situation at such and such, or... The police have stopped someone such and such. And then there's usually a long line of people saying, thank God for you because the TV news never reports this. The newspaper never reports this. And I don't like to get involved, so I don't. I want to go, you know, not everything. What, what, what the news business does is we're the gatekeepers. Uh, there's all kinds of information out there. I listen to the scanner from time to time. I have one on my phone. But the stuff that comes by, 90% of it, it's, you don't put it on the air. Right. Uh, and, and I don't even like the idea that there's this unfiltered every, you know, you want to listen to the scanner, that's fine. But they put it out on there and it becomes, oh, what's wrong with it? Nobody reports this. Everything is secret now. They won't tell us anything. Yeah, that that's the problem. You know, that's the big problem because everybody, not everybody, but some people are so negative and, and you know, we get beat up and every, you know, everybody else gets beat up too, the paper and radio and, you know, 
Um, it just it's just the the society we live in now, and it's it's that part of it's sad. I wish people would understand that we you know we get something, we confirm it, and then we go with it. We don't just run with it because we've heard that it's happening. I mean, that fire, for example, last night. You know, we we made sure of what was going on, and I had some help from a. Uh, somebody who w happened to be in the area, but you know, we, we confirm everything before we put it on. So. Could have called me because um, my wife says, there's a lot of sirens going on outside. And I looked out my back deck and there's this, the, the smoke was just rising into the sky, just not that far away. Uh, it was all the, the big fire. And by the way, here's how I know that Bob Slider actually was sick yesterday. Uh, Bob lives literally a block away from that fire. I mean, oh. literally a block away from that fire. And I got concern for him. He's I, so, and he told me early. He's I'm sick. Don't bother me. I'm gonna sleep. I, I, I got to check on you. There's a fire, blazing. Make sure he's okay. Right there, son. I call. Oh, <laughs> Bob, you okay? Oh, sleep. I said, okay. There's a giant fire. You know, look, look out your window. Look out your window. <laughs> yeah, all fire trucks, big fire out there. Yeah, I think I'm okay. I'm going back to bed. <laughs> That's how I knew he was really sick. Fire outside his house. I was like, eh, it's, it's not in my yard. So hope he's doing okay. I, 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 I think he's, he's probably still sleeping. No, but, he probably but is. But it, it, it was a, it was a, it was a great, uh, great story. Uh, off the text line, Frio Stack Auction Service text line, 304-214-1600. Maybe this is a slogan. I don't know. You can't go wrong with DK Wright. <laughs> oh, I like it. We like it. Oh, that's a we'll good change slogan. working for you to that. <laughs> <laughs> just DK, just her sign off. Just her, her sign off. You yeah. can't go wrong. Yeah. I'm DK Wright. I like that. <laughs> um, we're talking about technology. You guys still have probably one of the biggest towers in the, the Upper Ohio Valley. And somebody asked here, do you remember the big event when the grand opening of that new tower was uh, dedicated? I remember, I don't remember any big event, but I remember when it was went up and um, you know there were pictures of it it's like wow that baby is big our chief engineer lives there we believe he lives there he's never <laughs> in the he's he's hardly in the building he's always at our tower so I believe he has a little uh, home there I'm not sure <laughs> he lives in he there he lives in there um, ask them how long Ruth has been there Boy, Ruthie has been with us probably 35 years I could be off on that but what do you think, 35, 36? She's one of those people who was there in the beginning and then left maybe to raise her kids or to do something else and then came back. So I would bet altogether it's been 30 yeah, years. Yeah, over, over three decades for sure. And she, uh, she you know, wasn't always in news, as DK said, too. She um, was upstairs in production for the longest time. She ran Master Control. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, many years ago she came to news and, and now she does, you know, all the, she interviews, she you know, she's still a photographer and does a great job at that, but she's been there a long time. She's a funny bird because she does everything. I mean everything. If something breaks, then she's got a little, like, tiny little toolkit <laughs> tool, of her own, and she's fixing it herself. She fills up the tires in the news car if, if a tire looks low. She does. And she does it Or all. she can paint. If something needs painted, yes. you'll come in and it'll be painted. She She's amazing. She really is. She's something. <laughs> I'm way behind time. Let me do commercial break. Come back. I want to ask you about, well, a couple things. And DK, I want to talk to you about. So you, you had an important event in TV7 <laughs> history. We'll talk about that. All right. Uh, and again, if any of you all have uh, questions or comments or thoughts about the history of TV7 on this, their 70th anniversary, feel free to text in on the Frio Stack auction service text line. 727 on the Watchdog Morning Show. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit from Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining and entertainment at the Highlands at the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. 
Come to Wheeling Nailers opening night, Saturday, November 4th, featuring special guest Mad Chad Taylor, the Chainsaw Juggler. Enjoy hilarious cutting-edge fun, intermission hysteria, plus a magnet schedule giveaway, new arena food and beverages, new premium seat options, and introducing our official Nail Ale Beer. It's going to be a mad opening night. Puck drops at 710. Get tickets now. Call 304-234-GOAL or go to wheelingnailers.com. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get your fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. You want a hospital rising up to the challenges of today's health care demands. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital delivers the right care right here at home. Developing new and exclusive services. Recruiting top surgeons. We embody the mountaineer spirit. Building upon strong traditions. Pioneering medical care. Moving forward with compassion. WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital. Delivering the right care. Right place. Right time. Over the years, you've brought opioids into your home. They helped when you were in pain, and you held on to them just in case. But holding on to opioids puts your family at risk. Learn more at www.fda.gov slash drug disposal. Are you concerned about losing your home or automobile if you file for bankruptcy protection? Find out if you would lose any property by calling Tom McIntyre at 304-232-8600 or have a free chat conference with his office online at McIntyreLaw.com. Tom has helped thousands of people in our area. He can answer these questions for you. Call 304-232-8600 or check him out online and have a free chat conference. Coming up on Metro News Hotline. On the Tuesday edition of the show, we'll start counting down to big college football games next weekend for West Virginia and Marshall. It's the opening night of the NBA regular season, and we'll have the latest on the baseball playoffs. Plus your calls, texts, tweets, in or out in our question of the day. Metro News Hotline with Dave Weekly. Weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 at WVMetroNews.com and on this Metro News station. On FM, on AM, online, on demand, and on video. We are where you are. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is here now. No offense to my teachers in high school. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yeah, many of whom actually taught me really good things. I, I just, I just want to say that. Nine thirty-two, twenty-eight to the hour. A Hall of Famer in the house here, by the way. The West Virginia Broadcasting Hall of Fame, Brenda Danehart, a Hall, Hall of, of Famer fam- across the uh, way too, buddy. I, I am too a Hall of Famer. Yes. Um, I, when they called me, I said, "Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? What are you, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's, it is." neat to be honored by your peers it is it is I, I was saying yesterday though that i was i had never met our ceo of Nexstar um until that day he was in the, the same year you were the same year i was because he started his career um at wwk in in you know charleston huntington and what a time to meet your new boss when you're nervous to begin with, because I was like, DK knows, I was all nerves. But DK actually helped me out immensely that day because, you know, they said, you can speak for, I forget, 
eight or nine minutes or whatever it was. Maybe it wasn't quite that long. And you can just tell about yourself. And I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm not going to speak for eight or nine minutes about myself. I don't, I don't, that's just, you know, not me. And I, I, I get nervous in front of people. <laughs> Weird that I have been on the air for all those years and I didn't get nervous in front of a camera, but I get nervous in front of a large group of people. And so DK did my story. And so she just took <laughs> took the ball and ran with it. And she interviewed people that I, you know, that I've known and they've known me. And, and so I was able to get up there and intro DK's package, which I don't even believe i Oh, that's a great I've idea. So, so yeah. you ran, actually, that was your, the year I was inducted, uh, Hoppy Kirchhoff was the master of ceremonies. Oh, nice. And I'm walking out and Hoppy says, Remember, you've only got six minutes. <laughs> it's like he says, yeah, he's thinking, I know you. You're, You're just going to keep talk. on going and going and going and going. So Hoppy gave me the uh, uh, We have a caller. Is that what you're telling me, Lola? Yes, that's why I waved the phone. You waved the phone. Uh, well, so I guess right. perhaps you were just, just like. Oh, just exercising. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure. Uh, let's go to the phones. Good it's morning. Uh, you're on with Brenda and DK and me. And Lola's hanging out in the background, too. Good morning. Hello. Yep, it's you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hey, this is Gene. Gene, how are you, my friend? I haven't called you in a while. I had a bad luck. But uh, I just wanted to tell DK that uh, my father-in-law was the uh, original uh, engineer when it first started. I got a ton of pictures if she would like to have them. Really? He was the first engineer for Channel 7 way back then, huh? Yeah. Daubenmeyer was his name. Okay. Howard Daubenmeyer. Dobby, yeah, sure. Yeah. All right. Did he did he have any stories to tell you, uh, Gene? Well, I went up there with him on numerous occasions up there where the FM where the tower is. Yeah. And uh uh the uh uh FM he was they were just starting the FM station or something. Mm -hmm. I remember that. But uh that was way back when. All right. Hey Gene, I appreciate your call. Thank you very much. So Thank uh, you. a lot of people have, have connections there. Um, you're a Hall of Famer, uh, Mark Davis, Hall of Famer, and Steve Major, all from WTRF TV7. All uh, from WTRF, Steve and, and um, um, Mark were in 2012, and then you were... I don't know. Were you a couple years before me then, oh, I Yes, I was think. before you. Yeah, a couple years before me, and then I was 2017. Um, so, yeah, very, very nice, and, and then... Two years ago, then the Virginias, the two Virginias, recognized me with with the West Virginia AP Award, That's a lifetime nice. achievement, and I'm like, wow, I really am old. Lifetime yeah, achievement see, to get a lifetime achievement. That's usually like, okay, you know, you're kind of getting up there. One, one foot's got the door, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, thanks, achievement award. Yeah, thanks yeah. for this, but it was very nice. It was at the Greenbrier, and you know. Um, the um, next star put me up for the entire weekend. It was That's lovely. Nice. It was lovely. It really was. Our, our regional manager came in, and it was just a lovely, lovely weekend. I had not been, I know people are going to gasp, but I had not been to the Greenbrier before then. Uh, we were talking about, um, you mentioned Bob Nay, not Bob Nay, our former congressman, but Bob Nay Sr., who was a, uh, I don't know, a cameraman, I guess. Uh, Starting out. Production, mm -hmm. that, those kind of things. Uh, all of that group you mentioned, the Bills and so on, they were there forever and ever, amen. I mean, when the TV station started, the team that got started, or at least early on, was there for years. You have, uh, at least you used to have a, a, a list of the, you know, the 25-year employees, and I think 35-year employees and so on. Uh, and it always was a place of stability for a lot of things. Things have changed a bit, though, now. Um, it used to be, and let's talk about Mark Davis as a great example. Mark probably could have gone and done other things, but he, he was happy Chose to, to, stay. to stay here. Um, you now become a launching pad for uh, for people's careers. Yeah, that's, that's a great way to say it, a great way to put it, Howard, because not too many people understand that that's what we do. I mean, it, it, they, we, we get comments like, oh, lost another one, figures. Right, exactly, it yeah. figures, you yeah. know, and then you go, well, that's that's what we are. I mean, we're a small station, and we mold and, and help people. They grow there. They get better, and, and off they go. I mean, we've, you know, Tessa went to Cincinnati, and um, then she went to Michigan, and now she's in Cleveland back in her hometown. She's just thriving and you know uh, Leanne came from Michigan 
you know, went back to Michigan, Michigan and yeah. now is out of the business. Um, Sarah Yingling is uh, in Texas now, and she's working for a big PR big firm. Kind, right? yeah, yeah, big yeah. PR firm, um, power company. Um, and so she, you know, she went a unique route and, and just, I mean, on and on and on. So that's what we do. And there have been some folks who came through the TV7 newsroom who went on to pretty big success. Faith. I think of Faith Daniels, Faith certainly, Daniels, who ended up yes. uh, being news reporter for the Today Show. Had her own NBC talk show at one point. Uh, worked, started at, uh, at Channel 7. I remember working with her out as a reporter on the street. You know, it was, it was she and just off she went. Uh, her husband, Dean Daniels, became a major executive before a CBS uh, news in New York. In New York. Uh, Bob Orr. Bob Orr was oh, yeah. fabulous. I mean, all the time he spent on the desk at CBS and, you know, retired a few years ago now. He was their um, transportation trans report. Thank you. I was going to say airport report. That wasn't he the right was word. Transportation so report. Good. Yeah. Oh, so good. Yeah, Absolutely. He, yeah, whenever there was a story, there would, there would come Bob Orr. And I would go, I knew him. <laughs> I worked with him. I we, remember we him. We all knew him, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Just a kind gentleman. It was. So, I mean, a lot of folks go on into some other markets. Some go all the way to the top. And and, and some stay, say, I like it here. I just, I enjoy uh, being here. Well, right now we have not only DK um, that has been here a long time, but we have Dan Mayers who has been here, you know, several decades plus. Bob Westfall who has been here several decades. Scott Nolte who's, I believe hitting 34 35 something like that i remember when he walked in the door he looked like he was 10 years old <laughs> and and i thought gosh i don't think this guy's out of high school yet but he barely was out of he high barely school was out of high school um but you know scott's 35 years who am i missing dk um ruthie we already talked about ruthie with 30 some years i mean it just goes on and on our new general manager i think uh, Mitzi was kind of taken back by, you know, the people we do have with such longevity. You know, we do have the people right in out of high school or out of high school, out of college. But we, we have some people who have chosen, you know, to stay here. And this made this their home if it wasn't already their home. I, I, this is a newspaper man, not a TV guy. But I interviewed the late Don Daniels. I don't you remember Don Daniels. Don used to have a newspaper. Wrote a, he, was, he was the newspaper guy. He wrote a newspaper column every single day. Uh, front page of the region section, the local newspaper, uh, was the kind of column you would read in New York City or Chicago, Mike Royko kind of stuff. I mean, it was, it, the guy was phenomenal, phenomenal. He under he uncovered crime that nobody else could, could uncover. He went through a long spate where there was a crime. It's the reason I'm telling the story. Uh, he he had a there was this crime that um, uh, nobody could could solve, and for months he would say at the end of his column. I know who killed Bobby Wright. Oh, wow. Why don't the police? Oh, wow. So he was that kind of reporter. Ooh, Anyways, chills. the point I'm getting to is what we're talking about people who want to stay. I interviewed Don Daniels, and I said, you know, Don, why don't you go on? You could be someplace else. And he said, he had a gravelly voice. He said, yeah, I'm a big fish, a little puddle. I like the puddle. <laughs> and I thought it was, I was like that a lot. I like, I like the puddle. I, I like, like that. The, I like the puddle. Um, all right, let me do a news break, and then I want to. Uh, I got a couple more things to get to. A um, couple of think about this because this spans forever. Uh, Texter says, "What are some of the most memorable stories covered by WTRF TV?" A couple pop to mind. Some of the very old days, some of the more contemporary ones. You guys can think about that, and we will uh, check in. Uh, but first, uh, uh, Lola, can we do Taylor Long? Is she is she celebrating her seventieth with us here today? <laughs> Yes, the child. <laughs> right. Yes, the child is. Good Tuesday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this October the 24th. There were crews battling a fire last night after an explosion caused a house fire. Officials responded to the call around 5 p.m. yesterday at 2359 Upper Power Avenue in Elm Grove. There was heavy smoke coming from a house that was totally engulfed in flames. The two residents were inside of the home at the time of the explosion. After they made it out safely, medical teams took them to Wheeling Hospital, where it was discovered they had severe burn injuries. A dog also made it out of the home with burn injuries as well. Crews were able to get the bulk of the fire under control in about 90 minutes. The cause of the fire is unknown and remains under investigation. Stay with 7 News for updates. 
An Ohio County Circuit Court Judge Jason Cuomo recently dismissed a lawsuit that sought to stop the urban deer calling, which is scheduled for November 6th through the 8th. Those in charge of the hunt thanked Judge Cuomo and the court for their prompt decision. They say the hunt will be controlled, limited, which means they will be following DNR guidelines and requirements. Hunters will only be allowed to use crossbows and will hunt from deer stands, shooting their arrows down to avoid any arrows traveling too far. They will be asking hunters to take a doe first over a buck, and each hunter is limited to three deer that they can take. And across West Virginia, state lawmakers from both sides of the aisle are calling for reform of the state's Child Protective Services Agency. They are citing staffing shortages and stretched resources. The recent arrest of two adoptive parents in Sissonville who allegedly kept two teenagers in a squalid shed and left an infant unattended has fueled the calls for change. The state says last year there was a 33% vacancy rate in the number of CPS workers, and that number has now dropped to 19%. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Tuesday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. Enjoying conversation about the 70th anniversary of WTRF-TV here in the Upper Ohio Valley. Um, I think back to the old days. I guess I'm the one who remembers the old days the best because I remember watching so much of this. Um, uh, the days when we had Seaweedy Sam, <laughs> Seaweed Sam, and although you still do a Christmas show, a Santa Claus show, I think, at least I think you still do We one. We have the last couple years. Uh, but the days when Pat gone was Pat Santa Gaunt? Claus. Pat gone was a great Santa Claus. He was a good Santa. Great he Santa was a great Claus. Santa Claus. And uh, he did the Santa Claus show, Seaweed Sam. I'm trying to think of some of the other local. There was just a lot of locally. Let's be honest, like everybody at the time, pretty corny. Yeah, <laughs> pretty corny for, stuff for for nowadays. Yeah, uh, I Fine remember watching. Fine me, matey. I'm Seaweedy <laughs> Sam. Okay, <All> okay. Right. <laughs> Romper Room, like you said, I watched yeah. my sister and bro my sister and brother were both on Romper Room. I don't know why they didn't choose me. <laughs> <laughs> I never made it there. They didn't like me, but I remember it. I mean, it's not real clear to me, but I remember it. Um, but yeah, I can't think of any other shows that they used to do, local shows. I did want to mention, I know you're going to get to DK on her big, uh, which she surprised me with yesterday, her big, you know, historical uh, thing. Um, but, you know, one thing that we have, we, we did then, but we do better now is community stories. Yes. I feel like that's where we excel. And, and I hope even when I'm retired um, and there's somebody new in my seat that they'll continue that. We, you know, we look for those stories to tell and, and that's what we do. We're not always running to court, although we go to court on the big cases. We're not running to to fires, although we go to the big ones, unfortunately, like last night's was, that was so sad. But we tell the community stories and, and help those nonprofit organizations that need, you know, that extra love. Um, so I, I hope that continues for another 70 years um, when DK and I are no longer, well, DK and I are going to retire together. She didn't know that. Okay, but I talked <laughs> to D, wait a minute, you better be prepared for this, because I talked to DK about her retirement a couple of days ago. And she said, no, never. So uh, you, you could <laughs> okay, be Okay, so we're not going to retire together. I'm just going to tell you that. I, I misspoke. Um, we're not going to retire together. But when she eventually retires, all have already been retired. And we're going to end up in a nursing home together, we've decided. Okay. To tell stories that we won't remember the stories that we've told. You and we'll just keep the, telling them. You two will be, the, the, you'll sit over in a corner when something happens in the nursing home. They'll go, we better go see what Brendan DK can tell us about that. <laughs> Mrs. McGillicuddy, I think, is uh, having a problem. Which I'll bet they can tell us they're news people. And then you'll... We'll be calling into the station. They'll go, Brenda who? <laughs> DK, what? Oh, okay. Oh, sure, you worked here. Yeah, okay. I mentioned earlier, um, I, I remember when the live trucks, for the live broadcasting first came there. I mean, you could go out on the field and broadcast live from an event. It was complicated. It was difficult. But it was, it was, it was a huge improvement on coverage you could be right there dk you you were among one of the first ones i was the first the first <laughs> pretty cool <laughs> to go live everything was live from the studio for yeah yeah, for, yeah from yeah, the yeah, beginning yeah, sure, yeah. but no location lives until we decided was it? it was <laughs> what it was a soft opening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
was very soft. We didn't want to do like anything huge. So we had this, I think it was like a one issue special election in Belmont County. So I learned all about this issue. It was, I think it was a school board or like a levy or something. And I had it all memorized. And if you have a home worth $40,000, then it will cost you $4.12 every year and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was ready. We were at the bank building on the third floor in Bel Air, which it's was where the, the old election, election headquarters. Board. Yep. And it wasn't during a newscast. We broke into regular programming when we got the results of the election. And Bill and Bill were there in the live trucks that had names. There was Big Truck and Little Truck. Big Truck and Little Truck. Big Truck and Little Truck. And we had cables down the stairs for three floors and out the window and onto the sidewalk. And we were so excited. And I was beyond excited and i yammered on about this and how it's going to affect the tech blah 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 and at the end we were thrilled that it was over it went out over the air it was wonderful and bryce lutz was <laughs> was the photographer i remember do you remember, do you remember, remember bryce he still is in him. pittsburgh yeah i worked with him yeah. he jumped around he was so excited he was yelling we did it we did it <laughs> he kissed me he kissed everybody i think he kissed llewellyn the election board director <laughs> oh, llewellyn uh, marple llewellyn marple and we just felt so good about ourselves <laughs> so we went back to the station how did it look guys and this was before emails or texts or anything, so we had a night receptionist who would answer the phone, Mr. Shell. Art. And Art said, oh, boy, are people mad. <laughs> Uh-oh. He said, ooh, they want to kill you. Because you cut into programming. I, I think it was Knott's Landing. No. Knott's oh. <laughs> Landing was, like, my favorite. I remember Knott's Landing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That was like one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. <laughs> it must have What's been wrong with you? pretty darn popular. <laughs> For $4.12 a year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come Shouldn't on. have broken into Knott's Landing. And, and the rest was history. And the rest was history. That was good. Uh, I, I need to do a break, but real quick, let, let's see what you think from the texter. What are the most memorable stories covered by WTRF? Now, over the 70 years, I'm trying to think what some of the early days would be. Uh, certainly one of the uh, ones I remember from long before any of us were, were involved was covering the um, uh, John Kennedy campaign swing mm. through this area. Uh, that was a big deal, and I remember watching that on Channel 7, and, and you know, that, was a, that was a huge story at the time in the early 60s. And I remember people talking about it and, and seeing pictures and that. Of course, that was you know, before us, um, but I mean, I don't... I, I, I think what sticks out to me, not, you know, of course we covered all the presidents that were in and, and you know, in our area, surrounding it, we did all of that. But I think the floods, I think the floods have had more impact on me than any other story just because of what, you know, I mean, DK lives on the island now, so, you know, watching her move her stuff up, but just what people have to go through and, and you know, the the just what they've lost and just you know standing on Wheeling Island with water up to your knees it's just something that you don't forget you know or Ouija Creek you don't forget all of those lives lost if I was don't. to naming a specific one I would have gone with the shady side flood yeah Ouija, you know the, the the Kennedy back in the early days Ouija. and the shady side flood that was yeah. a horrific story here in the upper ohio valley um we pulled in there and really didn't know what happened we were told go there there's high water there's a flood and we pulled in and there were houses off their foundations upended and sitting in the middle of the road you couldn't go any further there was a house zach petty had asked me this week um off air uh what major weather events i remember here in the upper ohio valley and i had to struggle to get outside of floods i mean uh, the Shady Side flood, of course, the 1936 flood. I don't know if I remember that, but that was the big one. The uh, 24, 2004, Elm Grove was underwater. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a horrific flood. Uh, that one. 2005 uh, in January, when when the river went over, that was right. That was bad. That was January, um, yeah. Ivan and Francis were almost back to back. They yeah. were. That's September right. September and January. Yeah, they were. We we were just hit and hit again. But it, it's hard to think of when I think of. I came up with a couple other ones, but. 
it's hard to think of, of more disastrous events than the floods that, that hit, hit the Ohio When was that Valley. big snow that I remember my 1998. husband? 1998. Uh, okay. Okay, because Dave was walking. He was a police officer at the time, my husband, and walking up our hill. And I just remember it took him like four because <laughs> it was so deep. And I couldn't get to work that day. 1998, yeah, I huh? I, I didn't. Uh, yeah, it was the, the I married in 70s. And not. Nine, no, no, I'm talking. The, I'm talking '78. This is before. Oh talking, no! No, 1978 was the big, the blizzard uh, of '78. It goes down in record. Okay, someplace. there was another big storm yeah, in, the in the '90s. 90s. Yeah, yeah, it was like 10 feet. I remember that. Yeah, I remember, yeah, it yeah. was huge. Yeah, the '78 blizzard. I, uh, the first time I had to broadcast from home, I couldn't get out. Yeah. Literally, the 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 snow was over my car, over top of the head of my car. So um, I had never done before. I just picked up a telephone, and there was somebody at the station. I just did the show that way. So those those things are a pretty big deal. Anything else? Any other big ones? DK, big stories. <laughs> well, you, you've had a lot. You, I, I, we're running short on time. Oh, okay. Is that, is that Bob? Wait, let me ask a little. Lola, do I have to do a break, or can I let that go? No, we don't have to go to break okay. again. Right. I can control that. All right, and then we've got Westfall <laughs> to get in here at least for a minute, hopefully. But um, you have covered a lot of trials. I mean, a lot and some oh, big I've ones. Covered some big a lot ones. of trials. Yes. What stands out? John Roberts. Which was, I don't remember that. Killed his uncle, hit him in a garbage can, mm. was found several weeks later. So many twists and turns to that story, it was almost unbelievable. When he became the person of interest, he took off and was found finally in a motel room in Illinois. Oh, wow. So they haul him back here, he's charged, he's awaiting. He find oh, and then there's all these pretrial hearings. I covered them all. One of them, everybody was very at loose ends. What's going on? Why are we waiting? It's been an hour. Turns out that his lawyer had died hey. of a sudden heart attack over the weekend. Got him a new lawyer, got him on track. John Roberts decides, I'm going to plead. I'm going to plead guilty. So it was, it was all. The judge was like in place to go ahead and sentence him and the day he was to plead everybody was at the courthouse including his mother who was in the next room she wasn't in the courtroom with us hours go by there's no John Roberts what in the world happened he had killed himself in oh, the jail wow. I remember that now and we did not know and she was in the jury room which is back to back with that courtroom and we could hear her pounding and wailing oh my when he, when she was told that he had died wow wow strushing case too the strushing case yes you yeah. know still ongoing investigation yeah, but what's happening there yeah yeah what's happening there uh that's 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 a big one yeah probiano trial probiano oh yes that oh yes huge. craziest moment i mean that was the perry mason moment <laughs> where Everybody claimed, well, it couldn't have been suicide because it was a long gun and the angle was all wrong. And <laughs> the defense attorney, who is now um, John Favre, who is now a judge, a judge, went up to the coroner, coroner and said, here, hold this gun for me, will you? Turn it around. Put your thumb on the, the trigger. trigger. Now, at what point could you not pull that trigger? And he was moving the gun around on his chest. Would it not be possible there? Would it not be possible there? And, of course, it was possible. And everybody in the jury and everybody in, in the gallery went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that aha moment. Yeah. Oh, my. Let's bring in Bob Westfall for a minute or two here. We've been talking about TV7 in the old days. Let's talk about what TV7 is doing today. Bob, good morning. Thank you for being so patient. I appreciate it. Um, uh, what are you working on today? All right, some of the things we're working on today. Um, Moundsville PD is aware of a scam. Uh, apparently a caller is claiming to be from the police department, so we're going to get an update on that uh, scam there. Um, got a check presentation, WE Medicine, today at um, Reynolds Memorial. So we're going to find out what they're going to be using that for, and we're going to check out uh, Kathy's house, a local man. Uh, found himself in a bad situation. Kathy's house in Glendale came to the rescue, and he wants to uh, give back to that community. So we have that today. And, of course, all the uh, anniversary stuff for our 70th. What is Kathy's house? I'm not familiar with that. 
Kathy's house, uh, her sister died. Isn't that correct, Bob? Her sister died and she named it after her sister. Um, and yeah. she just gives help to people in mm -hmm. all over the, the she's she's a wonderful lady. Catherine Guyon has done a had done a ton of stories with her. Um, I can't can't recall her first name now, but it was named after her sister who passed away. All right. All right. All right. Hey, we Bob. That today. I appreciate it, Bob. Um, thanks for joining. I'm sorry to have cut you short, but I got a couple of really talkative ladies here. You know, so. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I figured he did. Yeah. You, I will talk to you on Thursday. Thank you, Bob. Appreciate it. Already. Bye. All right. Ladies, I, geez, we could have done two hours, three hours on this. I, I wish we had more time to, to reminisce. Um, because the, the Channel 7 has been such a cr critical part of the Ohio Valley community for so long. And whether Brenda and DK ever retire or not, <laughs> it will likely be a part of it for a long time to come. I, I don't know the general public cares as much as I do, but it seems to me that Nextstar Media is a pretty good parent company. That, that This is a company that and I'm not trying to stroke them, and, but it seems like they really are committed to, A, local news and local coverage, and to community involvement. I agree. I agree 100%, and I know we're running out of time, but, you know, they have given us such resource. You know, the resources they have given us have been so helpful to go from a small, you know, owned st television station to a 199, you know, powerful yeah. next star, and um, they've given us an Ohio political reporter, a West Virginia political reporter, and just, you know, all of the stations are connected, so anything, anywhere, we can get our hands on with video, and it's just, they're, they're remarkable. I've been just so impressed with next star seriously if, they, they have heart they have heart mm -hmm. if this was a, a video presentation i think i would have the video have a picture of bob ferguson the late bob ferguson late bob looking ferguson. down on mark davis and bob finnegan and john dominic and those folks at their jennings single martin anchor, at their jennings martin at their single anchor desk and then superimpose on that a statewide coverage and national coverage and all that goes on now uh, just to show you know and think if bob ferguson knew how far the station he'd would be go. so impressed he'd be so happy he would be so proud yeah, so proud be. ladies thanks for coming by i appreciate it very much i appreciate the work you always do uh we like being partners with you i appreciate we love being partners with you guys and we appreciate you and uh you know you guys have helped to train the, the weather folks to understand that when you're on this show things are a little different <laughs> <laughs> Adam kind of likes it, I it's, think. It's, I think Adam likes it. It gives him a chance to break out. But thank you very much Thanks. for coming in here today. Lowell, I'm sorry I'm behind time. I apologize. But yeah. thank you for coming in with This you. was a great, great hour. All right. Oh, and, thank you, Lola. Uh, ABC News is already in progress. I don't know if Lola's back tomorrow. Uh, I don't know if Bob's back tomorrow. Heck, I don't know if I'm back tomorrow. But y'all have a good time. Hoppy Kirchwell's coming up next a plea deal she becomes the fourth defendant to do so like the other deals ellis is getting probation in exchange for her testimony